Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another Strong Goo podcast. I'm your host, Joe Donar, and today I'll be bringing up the most important rule to any change you want to create and manifest in your life. And I'm sure that's being a little dramatic and maybe even exaggerating a bit, but I know when we apply this concept, only good comes from it and nothing bad, or at least not intentionally anyways. We'll definitely get into that, but if you like what you hear in this episode, please share and support by setting up notifications on your phone so you know when I drop a new episode for weekly tips and tricks for self-development. And if you like what you hear on this podcast, please show some love and rate the show five stars and comment below. All right, guys, let's go. What up, my Strong Goo fam? In this episode, I want to talk about a very important principle I have discovered along my journey over the years, and that is caring is compromise. Because I believe we all need to find those things in life that we go out of our way to care about, things like our families, our friends, our health, our careers, or even our faith. Because caring is usually something that's going to require us to make lots of compromises for the habits we already prioritize within our daily routines. So when we start breaking away from these, we could have enough focus to actually attend to these big, important things, whatever they are, with more care. And remember, to care is to love. So the question I have is, if we can't compromise our actions today, how are we ever going to improve for the better? We must push so we can move. This push is your effort, and your effort is your attempt to try. Okay, I think I'm losing myself here, so let's back up for a sec, and I'm going to put it another way. We choose the easy wrong over the hard right a lot of the times. An example I personally always think about when it comes to this principle is our lack of compromise for our physical health and emotional health in our everyday lives. We live in a very stressful culture that leads us to do things like overeat a shit ton of food when we finally notice, say, that we're 20 pounds overweight, which is probably around when we're about 30 to 35 years old. It's extremely difficult to get out of this health deficit. And typically by this time in our lives, we have become so dependent on various medications to regulate our health just because we don't know how to manage it, because we never learned it, nor have we ever really tried to do it. In my opinion, this happens because we all basically win the big lotto jackpot when it comes to our health during our youth. I mean, do you remember complaining about your back once or how tight you always were when you were a teenager? No, you didn't because it didn't happen. Our bodies always felt good. And if they didn't, they were fine the next day. It's because our bodies were all like wolverines when we were that young, and we just heal overnight. We were all like healthy millionaires and too ignorant to notice the quote-unquote money that we all had stored up in reserve. And so growing up, we were spending all the money we had and rarely put money back into our health savings, choosing rather to eat Hot Pockets, drink Mountain Dew, and never exercise. The thing is, though, this pattern is formed so early on in our lives Since school, we are taught to wake up from a lying position, to sit on a bus, to go to school, to sit in a chair, to go sit back on the bus, to go back home where we're going to sit again in front of screens before we sit for dinner and then finally lie down to go back to sleep. Oof, that's a lot of sitting, right? So going back to my weight loss example, this is the type of temperament we tend to adopt accidentally throughout the years. And then this lack of activity could propel us to eat more because we're not distracted with action, so we have more time to crave that juicy cheeseburger we just saw on the screen. So when we realize we spent all our money, it's gone. Our credit card hasn't worked in years. Uh, We are in some serious health debt, and we don't know how to get out of it. Because how do you find a job when we never had to write a resume? You know what I'm saying? We have all this health in the world, but we typically waste it because we can, since there's no real immediate consequence for us choosing to drink that drink we tell ourselves we earn late at night, right? So we need to start integrating the caring is compromise principle on ourselves so we could love ourselves. 
To do this, we'll first need to be aware of the thing that we must change. This is the easy but not so easy part because we all kind of know what we need to change, but we just don't know how to do it. So going along with the health example again, when we realize one day we should probably lose some weight and establish some better eating habits, what do we do? Well, we need to care about the change we desire. And to do this, we need to figure out emotionally the reason for our wanting to change. Why do we want whatever change we want? What's our why? So we need to put our why our reason under a microscope, and hopefully it's not superficial. Our intent for change needs to be deeper than that. Because if we don't have an emotional connection with the reason why we want to change, our attempt with whatever change we want will fail miserably, or at least come at a cost, because we just don't care enough to break away from the shitty patterns and behaviors that led us here in the first place. This is the compromise. Compromising all those broken thought patterns that make us do the things that we know are bad for us, but we do them anyways, because it makes us feel good. Or so we think. The reason why we continue to participate in these broken cycles of behavior is because our mind holds on to the memory of the first time we experienced that drink, that food, that drug, that whatever. And that memory is a good one, enough to keep us coming back for more. So we gotta care. Or another good word to use in this case would be respect. We need to respect ourselves enough to invoke the change we wish by breaking away from that so-called good memory so we could create a healthier one. And not just the selfish ego-driven one. So in order to do this, it takes action, a lot of action. We need to compromise today's wants for our tomorrow's needs. This means going out for a bike ride instead of sitting at home on your phone or eating some frozen grapes after dinner instead of that scoop of ice cream you usually grab, which frozen grapes are really good, by the way. I definitely recommend. But I just want to point out that these little compromises add up over time. These healthier habits lead us towards a healthier lifestyle. One in which that shows the love that we have for ourselves because we actually care and go out of our way to do what's more difficult so we can live an easier life we dreamed of living. But dreams don't come easy. Dreams take sacrifice. So without compromise, we honestly just don't care enough to fulfill our dreams. So we have to make a new dream, the one we really feel inside our hearts. Otherwise, it's not going to work because we don't have that emotional attachment I was talking about to it. And if we don't have this emotion behind our motives, we won't be able to understand how to work for it And if we're not willing to work for it, chances are then we're not willing to compromise because we just don't feel it deep down. So when the going gets tough, we get going? No, actually, we get stuck, like really stuck. We need that emotion behind our actions. If not, it keeps us glued down in the habits we know are bad. So for today's daily practice, I dare you to get unstuck out of one, just one of your crummy habits and take 10 minutes or more out of your day and dedicate yourself by choosing the more difficult and not so fun option. You already know the ones I'm talking about. They're the ones that gives that not so nice voice inside our head a chance to shame or place guilt. Because you just grabbed that extra slice of pizza and you should have stopped two slices ago. Dude, I get it. I've been there and I've heard that. I just want to let you know that releasing these automatic routines will allow you a chance to develop a more improved habit that will supply you with the results that you're looking for. Like not drinking 10 Diet Cokes a week, but maybe cutting that number in half to, say, five cans a week. Good compromise, right? As you slowly compromise the bad behavior you like to do and then replacing the bad for the better, you'll start to notice and see the desired change you set out to obtain. When this happens, when you actually start seeing the change you were looking for, well, you just made things a whole lot easier now for yourself. Because now we have evidence. We now know the work was worth it. This will just help repeat the pattern of better behavior. Because now we are replacing those old past memories of what we thought was good at the time but ended up being bad for us and replacing them with healthier habits that will actually stick. 
When we stack these healthier habits together, such as getting more quality sleep by going to bed just a half hour earlier, losing 10 pounds by not eating fast food anymore, or learning to breathe so we could restore our nervous systems back to balance. When we do these things, we always get better because we're doing what's hard and not just what's easy. We just need to be willing to love ourselves enough to let go of the bad so we can make enough space to grow in the good. All right, that's it. Love happy, my friends. Thanks for listening. And remember, the work is the journey and the journey will forever be the work. Till next time.